with you, Will, I believe that we've created the kind of partnership that we both dreamed of was possible. And it doesn't mean that that's like we, like you said, we're on the stage now, we're holding the trophy and we're like, we made it. (laughs) It's like this deep stand for continuing to develop into the next level of what that partnership, that next possibility of partnership looks like. Welcome to The Art of We, the podcast where we explore how committed partnerships can be potent vehicles for fully delivering our gifts to the world. Hi, I'm Krista Vanderveer, a seasoned consultant and executive coach. And I'm Dr. Will Vanderveer, a leader and educator in integrative mental health and wellness. As husband and wife and business partners, we keep learning that the key to maximizing our authenticity and impact in the world lies inside the health, security, and depth of our relationship. On this show, we'll pull back the curtains to share lessons, insights, and practices from our own marriage and professional careers that help us thrive. If you're a leader, founder, or overachiever, and you want to leverage your relationships for personal and collective growth, then you're in the right place. Welcome to episode 26 of the Art of We podcast. We're so happy that you're here listening and joining us in this conversation. Today's topic is about power couples and purpose-driven relationships. We're going to share our definition of what a power couple is and why we believe that this planet needs many more of these power couples. Before we get into that, we wanted to share that we created a newsletter that we are sharing lots of the different ways, tricks, tips, items, things that we use to keep our we, our relationship, healthy, optimized, connected, and we realized that we couldn't share everything we want to share in the podcast. So we created this newsletter. If you're interested in finding those things, you can go to kristavanderveer.com and sign up for our newsletter. So let's dive into our definition of a power couple because there are a lot of different kinds of definitions out there. So we really want to be specific and clear about what we're talking about when we say power couple. Maybe we'll start with what we're not saying when we use the term power couple. We're not talking about power mongers or people who collect power over others for their ego. We're not talking about celebrity power couples who just are, maybe they're just celebrities and they get together. What are we talking about, Krista? We're talking about a couple that is fueled by two things, their love for each other, and they each have a drive, internal drive, to make a difference in the world, to really contribute, to really use their life to contribute to the world. And specifically, they have two elements to it. One is an explicit purpose and shared vision for why they're together, why they're in partnership, beyond just enjoying the love for each other and their private love oasis, as we like to say. And two, they are deliberately and actively developing themselves and their skill sets so they can fulfill on this purpose or shared vision that they have for their partnership. Anything you want to add to that, Will? I think that I would just add that they practice having a great time doing all of that. Nice. They're not too serious. Mm, not too serious. That could be part of the purpose too, or shared mm-hmm. vision of like, we're going to have a lot of freaking fun doing this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess there is one more piece for me, which is that it is a practice. When we look at a couple and we're like, oh, they're a power couple. We tend to think of that as like a static thing. Like they crossed a finish line and they arrived at the power couple podium. (laughs) You know, holding up the trophy of the power couple. But it's actually just an ongoing process, an ongoing practice of committing and recommitting to the practice of, as you said, connecting with our own inner drive, our own inner purpose, and also committing to the success of our partner to achieve their fulfillment in their own values, their own personal set of uh, priorities. Exactly. So for example, with you and I, one of our purposes of being together is to support and challenge each other in our growth, in our capacity to bring more sovereignty to our lives and our decisions versus subordinating to other people's values, opinions, ideas, so that we can actually be as much of a contributor that we can in our, inside of our values in this lifetime. And so that you and I, in our shared vision of what's possible here in our relationship, what's possible for the world, can actually thrive together in that rather than getting stuck at some level of development or limited perspective that keeps us from living into our shared vision. Totally. I think just to zoom out and recap, I think um, from previous episodes, we've talked about the kind of more conventional mentality about partnership, which is, okay, I'm attracted to this person. I love being with this person. We have great chemistry maybe the sex is great and we kind of maybe expect that that's going to continue. And then if we find the right person, the needle in the haystack, then we're not going to ever face adversity. We're not going to have to grow. We're not going to have to be challenged. And so then at the first sign of any kind of challenge, then we're like, Oh, I'm with the wrong person. Maybe I shouldn't be in this partnership. Uh, I made a big mistake, blah, blah, blah. As opposed to, what you're pointing toward is like a commitment to growth and an inherent assumption that instead of growth, you're going to be challenged quite a bit and you welcome that challenge and you uh, lean into it and you trust that the challenges that you face in your relationship are going to make you more impactful in the world. You're going to get uh, served by the challenges. Exactly. And a lot of the ways that you and I will talk about our relationship is earning secure attachment. Yeah. And this is another really important piece to this kind of partnership where we're practicing having our relationship be the landing pad for all the stuff that comes up that we can actually address together rather than needing to go off on our own and fix this part of ourselves or face our limitations alone Otherwise, we may not make it or some sort of story that I might have in my head, but we're really practicing, okay, the more that we can hold the challenges, the traumas, the limitations, the wounds as our work to do together, the more we become confident, secure, and capable of going out into the world and expressing a more authentic part of ourselves, I think is what you're pointing towards. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like... Um... We like to often say we can do more than I can. If you have someone who has your back, you have their back, there's more that you can accomplish uh, versus 
somehow I got to have my own back in this partnership and I'm going to get bowled over or I'm going to try to keep fighting for power over my partner because otherwise I feel disempowered. So it's this quality of deep collaboration and fairness and as you said, support and challenge for us to both grow to give our gifts as fully as we possibly can. Yes. And one thing that I've really learned about this kind of partnership is that it requires that we take a stand for this kind of partnership. I think kind of what you're in some ways pointing to, Will, is that this kind of partnership doesn't just show up like you, oh, I finally met the guy who, you know, I can do this with. There's there's a need for actually taking a stand in partnership. And what I mean by taking a stand is getting in touch with your, you, the listener, your vision of possibility for a relationship that doesn't fully exist in your current relationship right now, but you're actually so deeply in touch with the possibility of it that that kind of possibility pulls you forward into doing the things that you would do, taking the actions that you would take, being uncomfortable in ways that you wouldn't otherwise be uncomfortable to live into that possibility with your partner, whether it's challenging your partner, whether it's having the conversations with your partner that you need to have this kind of partnership. And for example, with you, Will, I believe that we've created the kind of partnership that we both dreamed of was possible. And it doesn't mean that that's like we, like you said, we're on the stage now, we're holding the trophy and we're like, we made it. <laughs> you know, It's like this deep stand for continuing to develop into the next level of what that partnership, that next possibility of partnership looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just to clarify, this means you still have really intense conflicts. You still have huge ruptures in the attunement, the connection, huge mistakes are made. That's another piece that I think is so important to name is that there's this idea that couples who are well-developed or who are power couples don't ever face huge challenges in their relationship. It's like the more you orient in this direction that we're talking about, the more willing you are to have the very raw, very direct experience of, I just don't understand <laughs> why you're upset about this thing that I did and to be super honest about that, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like having the view that those deep, difficult moments are for the success of your partnership, that they're not a sign that there's something is going, you know, that your train is derailing or there's a catastrophic ending happening. Exactly. It's not, in the way, it's on the way. Right. Yeah. And what's so key here is having a partner who's willing to be on this journey with you. So in the beginning, we talked about the two people deliberately and actively developing themselves and their skill sets so they can keep growing on this trajectory together. I could not be doing this relationship with you and vice versa if we weren't willing to do all the things that we've been sharing in this podcast, like take responsibility, mutual responsibility, be willing to look at our parts of things, to stay in the conversation with each other, to do the work. Mm -hmm. And there's another piece about taking a stand is that I hear so many couples often 
whether they might be married, they might not be married, but they say, well, I really hope that this works out for us. And, and part of like taking a stand is like, no, 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 you don't go into hope that this works out. It's like, this will happen. This mm. will happen. You have to take a stand for it, it happening. It is happening. The question is, how are you all going to participate to make sure that it's happening? And are you both taking responsibility to make sure that it's happening? Absolutely. And, you know, digging deep again into that honest, raw truth of, of what's here right now and being willing to bring that forward, no matter how shameful or scary or whatever, because there's a deep trust that the knowing, the shining the light of day on the thing that you're holding is going to produce you know, more potency and more results in the world and more fulfillment in the relationship and more play and more fun. Right. Yeah, there's there's so much tendency in, in partnership to hide out and to try to look good or to hold back the things that you think, if you name them, your partner's going to run away or freak out about. So it's about a radical um, step toward authenticity and being willing to be known and seen in that and the issue of not doing that is that you're not actually giving your relationship a chance to see what it's got. You're, like right. you said, running away and not like facing it and being like, okay, can we do this? Can we actually live into this type of relationship? We hope you're enjoying this episode. I want to take a quick break to let you know about a gift we created for you and your partner. We compiled our top 10 relationship agreements agreements that have been so powerful in supporting the success of our partnership that we even turned them into our wedding vows. These agreements help us stay connected, growing, and thriving as a couple, and they've been critical to help us create a kind of we that's way beyond what we've ever experienced before. You can download this free gift at kristavanderveer.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-A-V-A-N-D-E-R-V-E-E-R.com. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, it would be so meaningful to us if you left us a rating and review. Not only does it help others find us, but it gives us critical feedback on how we're doing. Thanks in advance. And now back to the episode. Welcome back. We have some questions for you that might help you determine whether your partnership is a power couple partnership. And also give you some ideas about how to get there if you're kind of thinking, well, I think we could get there, but I'm not totally sure that we're there yet. I think we think that one of the big juicy questions is to consider what are you up to as a couple? And Krista is really good at talking about this. So why don't you give us some explanation of what, you know, what that means for us? The easiest example for me goes back to where I got that question, what are you up to? Which was from the methodology, the collaborative way, which I brought into companies. And a big centerpiece of what we supported the companies in was to get super clear about what they're up to as a company. Like, why are you even formed? Why are you together? And we would create agreements inside of the company with the people who were making it happen to make sure that they were on track to make that purpose or vision become realized. So it was super powerful for me to go through 
that with companies because I realized that this is exactly what I believe couples also need is to get super clear about what they're up to. Why are they in relationship? Not just this, oh, we fell in love in college or, oh, we met at the bar and he's so hot (laughs) and we have a lot of fun. That's okay too. It's totally okay. But we're talking about something different here, which without that explicit conversation and clarity, I believe that the relationship isn't going to be a force to be reckoned with in a positive way for the world, which we totally need right now. We need as many couples deep in their love for each other, spreading their love because they have a purpose, a mission, and up to, and they have the skill sets, relational skill sets, to do the work inside the relationship so they can actually accomplish these visions. So I get passionate about this. So the question is, what are you guys up to? Have you ever had that conversation? And maybe you have met in college and maybe you did meet in college and your kids are about to leave the nest and now is the perfect time to re-up. Like, okay, so what are we up to as a couple? Or maybe you're in the early stages of your partnership and you're inspired by this. It's the perfect time, anytime, to have this conversation. I'll just say, too, that you and me will, as we move forward in our relationship, we're constantly revisiting this question. Because if we're stuck in the up to that we were up to two years ago, then we're not actually evolving and developing and paying attention to what's real and here now. So it's a continual path that we're on together. Yeah, I love that piece about updating. I was on a mastermind call with some entrepreneurs this morning. And one of the guys was talking about how he, his friends from college still see him in the way that he was 20 years ago. (laughs) And I think that can happen in partnerships too, where you kind of, as you said, you, you mean in college, you or some earlier time in your life, your twenties, thirties, and you establish a sort of like, this is this person. And yes, there's, you forget because and there are neurological substrates and reasons for this, why we forget, but we begin to automate, oh, I know what that person is or who they are or what their values are, what's important to them. And if you are paying attention in your life, you see that there's an evolution of what's important to you over time. And this is true for all people. It can be a gradual evolution or it can be very sharp and quickly defined. Like, you have a major health crisis or you have a career crisis or something happens where suddenly your values really change. So periodic re-examinations of who are we as individuals and who are we as a couple are so useful. And I think it's sort of like preventative maintenance for your vehicle or in your health, like who are we now and who are we now can, I would say, prevent nasty surprises from happening later on where all of a sudden someone comes forward and says, I want to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, where did that come from? You know, it's like out of the blue. Right. <laughs> totally. So yeah. So there's that. And then the other piece about big pivots that happen in your life, like the kids are grown up and out of the house is a big one. There are other ones that can happen to people. So looking at your own personal priorities, on a regular basis. I mean, we, we do this at least yearly in our relationship. You don't have, that's a lot maybe for some people, but you know, doing this on a regular basis, we, we highly recommend. Yeah. 
The other thing is, if you haven't noticed, the world has a lot of problems. <laughs> it's a target-rich environment. <laughs> if you want to apply the blood, sweat, and tears of your partnership to do important things in the world to make the world a better place, there's no shortage of opportunity across the board in every aspect of human life, you know, whether it's issues with health, issues with climate, issues with mental health, issues with food, water. I mean, even the most basic things need to be worked on. So we really firmly believe that we can do more than I can. So the ability to tackle big, important things is something that happens in relationship. There's something really cool about each relationship. So you who is listening, you have a top value in some form. You have top values that you're living into or top priorities. Your partner has top priorities that they're focused on and living into. And there's a unique fingerprint of the two of you specifically. It's like a snowflake, a beautiful snowflake that is unlike any other that comes together and can have a deeply meaningful impact on the world. Now, you might do something together in a business way. You might do something together as a passion project. You might just deeply support each other in each other's paths, like Will and I have talked about it in different times. But what I love is that, for example, a subject that I'm deeply interested in is we, obviously. <laughs> a subject that you're deeply passionate and interested in because you've spent so many years in this is mental health and wellness. And there's a really beautiful way that our top priorities and passions are intermingling. Like you can't have a really amazing we without stable mental health and wellness. And you can't have, in my perspective, really stable health and wellness without a really deeply resourceful, regulated we. And you can't give your gifts out in the world without either of those. Right. I just want to invite the person who's listening, I want to invite you who's listening to look to see what is the unique makeup of your we and how can you both connect around that in a way that's really fulfilling, generative, alive, and passionate for you. Yeah, and as you said, it's unique to each couple and each partnership or non-monogamous type of arrangement. I mean, we have friends who are in all kinds of different situations in relationship, but it's it's a beautiful thing to explore what specifically are the gifts and talents of your particular arrangement and what does that arrangement want to do. And it's as unique as you, I think the snowflake is a great analogy. Another one that comes to mind is the different kinds of plants that you find in the forest and they're all necessary for the ecosystem to be healthy, right? So when we talk about power couples, we're not talking about one species of tree in the forest and like, oh, that's a power couple tree. Like, no, there's all different ways of expressing your own personal gifts and talents. I love the question that you brought up, Will, when we were prepping for this podcast, which was, what is the most amazing or extraordinary gift that your couple, your we, could contribute to the world? What can you imagine that that would be? And then if something in your heart, something in your soul, and something in your being lights up, then it's time to take a stand for that. Or maybe you're 
curious about it and there needs to be some meditation on it or some exploration with your partner on it and go for it. Yeah, and please leave us a note, reach out to us. You can do that either by making a comment, leaving a review for this podcast. You can reach out to us on the website, kristavandeveer.com. We'd love to hear what your particular we's deepest inspiration is. We would love to hear. And if it would be helpful, two other things you can do. One, share this podcast episode with your partner. Mm. Have them listen to it so they can understand what you're attempting to bring to your relationship because it can be kind of like, what? What are you talking about? And number two is if you do go to the website, kristavandevere.com, we've made a free resource there where you can download three critical conversations that will help get you both into this conversation of what is it? What is our purpose here? What's our relationship? What are we up to? How do we step into this power couple type of dynamic that we're sharing on the episode? Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this content valuable, please follow this show and share it with your partner or other key collaborators. If this show has sparked an interesting conversation based on these topics, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Instagram at Art of We Podcast. And we'll see you next time when we explore what it means to be better together, like butter and toast on the Art of We.